Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. So yeah. He is rolling. Sigmund yep. is going to make that d20 roll for shenanigans. Am I just... Don't kill me. Rolling? Well... <laughs> I died. No! Sigmund Crisis. dies. <laughs> Do I so, add anything? No, just a d20, but you don't really need to. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. <clears throat> so, Sigmund rolled the location. Hell yeah. Oh. Yep. Hey. 19 is the real location. Oh, yeah. Location. Yeah. And we were, like, accumulatively, like, super close to it, too. So, hey. Yeah, you were decently close. All right. It's getting at me a second to stretch. <clears throat> All right. So, you guys wake up uh, the next day. You are still in the ruins of the of the castle. Um, you can feel there's a decent amount of cold around you. And a, a small storm has started on the mountains. There's a fair amount of wind kind of just whipping around the mountaintops. But it's not enough that it's uh, hindering your vision. So, you bundle yourselves up with cloaks and you move on out. Uh, passing kind of back down through the mountains a little ways from the... <clears throat> uh, from the, the ruins of the, the old castle. Not going down the exact same path and kind of splitting your way off into the mountains once again and trying to find your way down towards the valley you had seen previously. And after, say, a couple of hours, you end up cresting <coughs> over one mountaintop and you can see far down below... Um, in, like, a crack between valleys of valleys, there's um, a small amount of movement, and you can see the the light of faint fires down below. <clears throat> and it takes you about another hour, two hours, to, like, safely make your way down the mountain. But eventually... <clears throat> uh, where are we? You do end up um, decently close so you can see what's going on here. And what you find is this small kind of like ramshackle encampment. Um, a little kind of Romani-esque. Um, a couple large tents here and there, um, but most of them are just, like, makeshift tents out of whatever they probably could have found. Uh, branches from, from like, the forests around, along with actual tent poles. Um, you can see a number of, of individuals kind of milling about. Um, if everyone wants to give me a perception check, please. We'll see how much more you guys can see through the rain and at the distance. Mm -hmm. 
I was don't you know. Oh. Perception. No, perception. No, perception. Woo! There we go. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Oh. This is wild. Yeah, Axel's on his shit today. Who am I missing? There we go, Finn. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, and I'm one. back, baby! Hey, you just rolled so bad. The rest of us. Oh, man. Okay, so 15 on Axel, 7 on Crisis, 16 on Smiley, 6 on Sigmund, and natural 1 for a 3 on Finn. Uh, okay, hey, so... Listen, you didn't. You could have just said 3. You didn't have to shame me like that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Always gotta mention the nat ones. <laughs> Fun. Alright, so... Yeah, you're right. Axel oh, and you're Smiley, right. you guys are able to see a bit more of this, like, strange Romani encampment set at the base of, uh, like, kind of a mountain. Like, one of the cliffs that make up the valley. Uh, you can see there's a number of individuals kind of milling about the encampment. Uh, you can't see too much of them. Most of them are fairly, fairly bundled up, uh, with many of them wearing these, um, like, strange kind of, like, off-white shawls that seem to obscure their face somehow. But what you can see are uh, very dark skin, like almost obsidian, maybe gray flesh, uh, from what is exposed. <clears throat> and they're just kind of milling about. Um, are they human sized? Yeah, they are. They are uh, medium humans. They're kind of lithe, a bit thin. Uh, you can see they move fairly gracefully. It's not like they're lumbering around. It's did you say humans, or did you mean humanoids? Humanoids. Okay. <clears throat> They're just kind of... Well, I said human-ish. They're humanoids. But, They're humanoid creatures. Uh, kind of lithe. Heights vary, but generally on little taller than humans. Uh, facial features on most are pretty unrecognizable until you see... Um, one individual that does not have a shawl on, uh, pointed ears, kind of gray obsidian flesh, and shock white hair kind of tied yeah. into a large single dread. That's um, what... You recognize this particular individual as a drow. Yeah. Um, you also notice that all of them have uh, a particular pendant hanging from their neck. Well, both you uh, and Axel. Is it a spider? Nope. It is oh. um, a purple disc. Uh, Sean? Yes. Uh, Drow, particularly, at least for like me and like for me and Finn, have we seen them before? Um, like, our, like, is general knowledge of Drow a thing around here? Yeah. Or is this kind it's of not like It's not like Drow are really a hidden race. They're rare, just because the continent itself is fairly primarily human. <laughs> But mm -hmm. there are other races. Um, I don't think you would have ever encountered a drow, uh, okay, seeing so as you were in a, a smaller town. New... But you have heard of them. It's a new. It's so it's a new thing for me, right? A now. little bit, yeah. New... Like you know uh, about them. You know about the obsidian. Yeah, you guys have definitely yeah. heard about drow. You've read about the obsidian-skinned uh, elves that have white hair. You have mm -hmm. never met one. They are still fairly reclusive. But can I roll a history check if there's any other things that I can parse? From Drow? Sure. 
Go ahead, roll yeah. history. I mean, you also can see that they're basically photo negative of me. Yeah, so that's a three, so I don't know shit. I just know that no. their skin's different. They're weird. Yeah, you know about this. You know the, the, the very basic and defining characteristics of Drow? They have very, very mm -hmm. dark skin. Uh, they have white hair. Tend to have red eyes or reddish eyes. Um, they also have a, f a pretty strong aversion to sunlight. Um, much like mm. Crisis, their eyes are very sensitive to direct to direct sun. So largely right. they'll, they'll live in darker places, underground, dark forests, uh, stuff like that. So it's so right now it's kind of ideal for them. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And you can see that these white shawls, they don't just seem to hide their faces. You don't see any face beneath the shawl. So maybe these have some sort of uh, enchantment or effect that tends to diminish light around the face. Okay. I'm going to point out the medallion that they're wearing. In case anybody who has a good religion score would like to try and roll, that is. Sure, Sigmund can, can check I roll a history check or and or religion, whatever it might be? Yeah, at this point with Axel and Smiley kind of pointing this out. Also, how hidden are you guys remaining? You're, you're still a decent ways away. Decent you're kind way. of like up the mountain a little bit still, like behind a little bit of a rock outcropping, just watching this camp. But if yeah, you want I, to actually stay hidden... I want to stay Or if you hidden. just want to watch from up top. I kind of want to... Uh, like, is there like a cliff face that like overlooks them? Potentially. <clears throat> what you're on, no, but there is one kind of like partially across the uh, the oh, valley. Acro across the chasm. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm not trying to be super in the open, but I'm like sort of poking my head out okay. from the cropping a bit. So, uh, roll stealth for everyone then. For everyone, roll stealth. I should say. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, Sigmund rolled religion for those amulets, mm -hmm. and got a 20. Am I rolling, what do I roll for the amulet, by the way? Religion. Religion? Okay. Yeah. Wearing Symbols well, are religion. Wearing scale mail, so I have disadvantage. Yeah, because if it was history, I would have just done it myself. <laughs> Alrighty. So I don't know first. shit about religion. Eight. Okay, so we have Stealth for Crisis, Stealth for Smiley, Stealth for Axel. I'm waiting for my character sheet to open. <laughs> yep. It got all bugged out. Need that stealth roll! 11. 11? Okay. Holy fuck, I just realized it was Alec Baldwin in, in fucking Beetlejuice. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it trips me out a bit, too. That is not the same Alec Baldwin. Fuck. Nope. He also plays uh, Santa Claus in Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, that I'm <laughs> true. He did. Wait, what? Yeah. He's Santa? Yeah. He's yeah, Tim he's Allen? He's no he's Sam? Yeah. He's... I mean, like, Sam. he aged well, I Sam guess, Santa. but he didn't age well from the guy he was, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, no. He uh, was... I think Alec Baldwin hit his prime in Cat in the Hat. That's true. Look. I believe that is very true. Well, because Beetlejuice okay, so, looks like 
Chris Evans. Yeah, Alec Baldwin was yes. something else when he was younger. Yeah. <clears throat> Leading man. All right, so... On your stealth, ben. Yep. Very good. Okay, so hey. stealth checks first. We have 24 Crisis, 10 on Smiley, uh, 8 on eight. Axel, 11 on Sigmund, and 19 on Finn. Okay, so that's a general success. We, lo we, we love that. And I got we an 18 on the religion check. Yep, okay, we so religions. So you guys kind of... With with the the rain, not coming down super heavy, but it's coming down enough that it does obscure you from a distance, um, and you just kind of keep yourselves a little hidden inside a bit of a tree line and behind some rock outcroppings, just enough that you can watch and not be seen from far away. Luckily, you also don't have any light sources up right now, um, but you do see like there's a couple of lanterns and like a fire going uh, in the camp, so the light helps you kind of pinpoint stuff. For religion, uh, Sigmund got a 20, Crisis got a 5, and Finn got an 18. Uh, Sigmund and Finn, you both recognize this particular symbol. Uh, this would be the symbol of Shar, the goddess of darkness and loss. Oh, wow. Would I know... Is that an evil god? Yeah, like, would I know the 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 general alignment? Or are are these like? You know the general like religion behind it, uh, with again an eighteen and a twenty. That's pretty high. So you guys know the general religion around Shar. You know, again, she is the the goddess of darkness and loss. She tends to be the goddess of um, misfits, people who are adjacent to society. She provides shelter to those who have experienced great loss. Um, she's something uh, of a consoling god. Mm -hmm. um, so but she also does tend to have the darker side of her religion, where she, uh, due to the combination of darkness and loss together, she's dually the goddess of revenge. Um, she's the she's stigma the, god. Yeah. She, okay, but she has this, this kind of like soft and more um, solemn, consoling sense for those who have experienced great loss. Um, but she also has her darker side, um, for worshippers who wish to have revenge. They wish to have justice in an unconventional sense. Um, she is a god that plots, and a god that waits, and she... Much like every god, she has her two sides. Okay, can I, um... So, my justification behind this is that as a half-elf whose mother abandoned him, I would have done as much research into elves as literally possible. Mm -hmm. Also growing up, like, a literal noble. So I should have theoretically had access to a lot of information. I would like to roll on whether that information included... Um, a history check on whether that information included um, some information about drow society and how they and how they view other gods than their primary god Lol. Uh, roll history. Yeah, buddy. Natural twenty for a twenty-four. Um, because this is a homebrew campaign, there is no actual primary god for drow. Um, they oh. do have the history with Lolf. Um, as she is still kind of tied to how they were created. But there is no primary god for them, at least not anymore. Drow have relatively integrated into societies. 
Um, there are still many who will worship Lolth, but mm, it's in equal amounts as anyone else who worships Lolth. You know, there's the there's the orthodox drow, yeah. and then there's progressive. Oh, and then there's the Hasidic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so the traditionalists. It's it's be- not as common for drow to really worship Lolth anymore. They're they've spread out, especially with the influx and influence of religion in the continent. Uh, many have come to worship other gods uh, to wherever they're actually living. So the conclusion I'm drawing here is that these guys are not, strictly speaking, necessarily evil and or going to try and kill us. Based on the religious symbols. That's entirely up to you to decide. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of because we're, we're in this we're in this middle we're, we're in this middle zone where it's like this is a like Shar is a god who uh, represents people who experience great loss, but then there's also the the revenge side of it. So it's really a mixed bag here. It's a coin toss. Uh, is there anything that I could? The person, it sounds like, and how they pray. Yeah, like I, this. This might be a stretch, DM. But is there any differentiation between the people who are more out for revenge within that religion versus um, just? The com- the more comforting side, like, is there any um, physically know, symbolism no. that would be different between the two? No, physically, it's all no. in like prayer it's, practice. Yeah, and stuff it's, like lo- that. it's in their practices and actions and intents. Um, yeah, it's nothing I could ask. You would probably actually have to see the shrine itself. Um, like, again, or you know, talk to people who worship her to find out where they lean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's that, and also yeah. So we'd have to go down there and talk to them, but we're trying to ascertain if they'll kill us. I can't see the shrine. Can I see if there's any weaponry around, guys? Revenge necessarily needs a target, and none of us have done anything to them. Um, They could. It could be. It could be a different kind of vengeance. These are supposed to be people can seek. People can seek revenge for an idea, for a a culture. uh, But we've done nothing to them. And they don't know our culture. I agree with Smiley. It I'm requires rolling. a target. Um, so a Axel... I, no, oh, I was just going to use your previous sure perception. That oh, means oh, individual uh, yeah. whatever you Whatever you decide, I, I rolled. So yeah. um, I was going to use your previous perception. It's fine. I was just waiting for the conversation okay. to finish. And uh, yeah. So you see there's a few that have like short bows and a few that have uh, what look to be maybe machetes or short swords of some kind. General hunting materials. Okay, so it's not like... Like you don't Anything see great like, swords and, yeah, and like, no, like they're, ballistas. They've got heavy artillery right now, is what you're seeing. They're not. No, they meat. they have like survival equipment. Okay, cool. Th- this feels like it's more the misfits side of of Shar. Then, I mean, they could be just a a band of assassins going for a target, but then that target probably oh. still isn't us. Let me just see something here. The people that. But you, the there's something there's something that you guys are forgetting here about. Targets. Target doesn't have to mean one person. A target could be an idea, an idea. a people's. It's it's not. It could be overworlders in general. Like these are, these I'm are. Saying I'm saying that once yeah. you get to that point, it's kind of academic. Because they're going to try and attack us on sight regardless, so we might as well be in the open in front of them, ready to take them on from a distance that we can take them on at, instead of being. DM. How many are there? Mass. Uh, from what you can see, there are milling about 
maybe seven or eight um, throughout the entire camp. Mm. Again, that you can see. But that's not including people who could be in, in like, tents yeah. or where, wherever within the camp, right? Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, if you guys want to try that coin toss, we can do it. Why don't we just try to talk to them? I think that's a good idea. Pretty I good. think talking to them is the more prudent course. Yeah, um, instead of worrying uh, about combat. Being who we are, significant losses, so I think we can sort of approach it from that perspective. I could always just offer them a bug. Also, yes. Yeah. be our friends. <clears throat> I'm going to yes. That has is, that is worked almost too now, well. Crisis that yeah that has worked a little too often and I'm really afraid of your luck running out. I'm gonna <laughs> do that thing that you that you do sometimes when you're at a party with friends and you start slowly moving out toward the door to be like hey come on let's go. <laughs> yeah, I've... I was gonna and say I'm are being, you pulling I'm, a Scott Pilgrim and starting to talk about Pac-Man but yeah Pac-Man I'm doing, I'm doing the shimmy so because okay. the they're slowly going towards them. Yeah yeah. All right, I, I follow. Just, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys kind of like... Slowly not approach. not like announcing your presence, but also not sneaking up. Just kind of meander down towards the camp. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and eventually um, you... I just have one question. Yes. Before we go in. What? How far away are they? Uh, at the moment, they're about a, I'll say, 150 feet from you because you like up a mount, up, up a hill, a mountain a bit, uh, looking down on them. Hmm. Like the edge of the camp is 150 feet away, so you're not that far, but you're also not super close. By the way, my mask's off, right? I don't want them to see this creepy skin mask as <laughs> I go down okay. this fucking hill. Yeah. So you do not have the benefits of the mask at the moment. Cool. That's fine. As we get closer, once we're within like 120 feet, do I see any guards, like like doing like perim like standing near the entrance or stationed uh, around, or are they just no. kind of freely moving around? Most of them are freely moving around, but you do notice that there are some that have like the machetes and short bows, as where others are mm -hmm. completely unarmed. Mm. Interesting. Like, there doesn't seem to be Can any control I... unit, but there are people who are armed and people who are not. I don't know how fast I'd be able to do this. Mm. But yeah. as we're walking up, can I cast message to each one with a weapon uh, and tell them that we, like, come in peace? Like, we mean no harm. Freak them out. It? Yeah, just okay. be like, we come in peace. Like, who the fuck is saying that? As they look around the camp they're, and no one's listen, there. They're elves. Freak me out. Elves know how magic works. They have fae ancestry, right? Yeah. No, it's just the fact that they, I don't think they noticed this yet. So it's like, we come in peace and they're like, who the fuck's saying that? The gym? Well, what? I have, I have more than five words to say. I can, you know, I could probably uh, I convey that we're approaching, but... It's, uh, yeah, I just want to try and, like, let each one with a weapon know that we're coming because they didn't see us so that okay. they don't think we're ambushing them. You could 
maybe get only about three of them. Some are too right. far away. So, like, the three closest ones mm. that would probably see us first, can I just hit them with, like, a message of goodwill? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Do I need to roll, like, persuasion or something? Yeah. Um, with you yes, also with roll, roll a persuasion check. This is, okay. this is a random voice inside their heads uh, that they're unprepared to receive. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm new to the whole, like... Uh, Jesus boy stuff and being being a cool guy and being nice. Jesus boy. <laughs> uh, persuasion, right? Please don't fuck it up. Okay. Huh. Well, <clears throat> I right. mean, very, very average, just like me. So, <laughs> so you guys walk down, and uh, as you're about a hundred, hundred twenty feet from the camp or so. Like you're you're starting to get to the shallow of the mountain, um, you're walking up, and Finn kind of casts this message towards the camp, targeting uh, the the few guards or, or at least armed individuals you can see, and you watch, um, like one after another, because you have to repeat the message to each one. They look up at each other. Um, one of them kind of like puts a hand on the machete, looking around. Another one, you can see them, like, their their posture changes that they're about to draw bow and arrow, just looking very, very concerned. Shit. Um, very confused. Granted, you cannot see facial expressions because these individuals have these white shawls that just conceal their faces somehow. Um, they look around, and eventually they see your group coming over, and you see uh, one nod to the other. <coughs> Once uh, one of them stays back uh, and you watch them like kind of discreetly-ish pull out their short bow and an arrow. It's not drawn or anything, but it is, or the bow itself is not drawn, but there's an arrow knocked and it's kind of ready. Like it's, it's, it's hand on the hand on the holstered um, for mm. a gun. The other two I walk will... up one with their head. I'm like... going to keep my hands away from any of my weapons. Yeah. Um, one has their hands like kind of palming the pommel of their machete uh, on, on the smaller of their back, and the other one is not touching their weapon. But you can see like they have they have trigger hand happening, and they're right. it looks like they're ready to draw a weapon. I will again with no facial okay. no facial expressions to be see seen. Us. Yeah, um, two of them are walking towards you <clears throat> to meet they can you. See us now? Yeah. Okay. Well, as they walk up, can I just say? Can I just say? Uh, sorry for the. The the brain talk thing. I just didn't want you guys to think we were ambushing you. We just we just want to talk. Again, two hands in the air, open open palm, empty. Continue walking toward yeah. me. Just say I don't hi. have yeah. My weapons in the ethereal place, so I'm just walking around with my hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the spooky things on Axel are generally gone, although he is yeah. heavily armored. <laughs> yeah, you guys look decently Very scary. <laughs> Yeah, well, so you know, you gotta be, you gotta you protect up, yourself out in these parts, right? You you walk towards the camp, and you don't reach it before these two individuals reach you. You're still maybe fifty feet away from like the nearest tent. Okay. Um, and as Finn speaks out, uh, the one that's not holding their weapon or or touching a weapon, kind of speaks out, and you hear um, actually a female voice respond to you. 
speaking directly into someone's mind is not exactly the smartest thing to do when no one is expecting you. Unfortunately, my friend here. Why are you here? Alive. <clears throat> yeah, he means well. Why exactly I, I are try, you here? Just... We are hard to find. We weren't looking for you. We kind of just we stumbled upon this place. Then I suggest yeah, you continue bold. stumbling away from it. Oh, really? Right. We do not intend to have conflicts with any outsiders, and we would like to keep it that way. We have. We're not looking for conflict. If anything, we're trying to get away from this rain. As I look up to the sky. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, we're a little lost. Yes. A little being an understatement. Uh, roll persuasion. Which one? Um, Finn and Axel. Both. Hey! Hey! Okay, 22 Not on bad. Finn and 17 on Axel. Why is Axel... <laughs> I'm, sitting in my dad, I'm sitting in my dad's guitar room oh, and performance. that shout just... It's the same. It's the same scoreline okay. for persuasion and performance. All right. Yeah. All right. So we'll keep the rule. Um, well, if you are lost, then perhaps you can continue to be lost or become unlost. <laughs> I love her. Oh, she's the best. Honestly, you I think, did not I seek think out. Finn... What? He's just gonna like let a smile break through, like he liked that comment. That was kind of funny. We do not wish to have any conflict as well. And if you did not seek us out, then you are welcome to leave the camp immediately. Okay. Bef I'll start to turn around, but before I do, can I see their shrine at all? You don't see a shrine, um, but as you got closer, you saw that there was a, um, there's actually a cavern on the back wall at the far end of the camp. Hmm? Is that cavern where we're headed? Nope. Uh, yeah. here we go. Guys, we're Boom. looking for these people. Yeah, our job is literally <laughs> to get these people out of here. So, you guys are, are down around here, bottom of the map. The shrine, or at least, well, the cavern, you don't see a shrine. The cavern is at the back wall here, like mm. built into the the the, uh, the cliff wall. Who has the boots of spider climb? Crisis. Crisis. So Crisis could, in theory, go from up top and walk down the cliff face and then walk along the ceiling and check that place out. In yeah. theory, yes. In theory. Well... I don't know what's going on, so I'm just like, oh, shit. All right, well, I'll let other people talk. I'm going to go. Violence, and I've had a lot going on for the past three weeks, so can someone can someone give us all a rundown of what exactly our... Yes, I can right do now. that. Well, yeah, you guys you were hired to eradicate a demon-worshipping cult in the mountains, and this seems to be the place that you were looking for. Like, it's, yep. But none of uh, them seem to be demon-worshippers. I'm about to say, so... this seems to be a cult of some sort. Should we just ask them? <laughs> hey, do you guys know any demon worshippers around these parts? Honestly, I don't think it could hurt. Yeah? I, yeah, sure. Uh, quickly, just because I know what the fuck we're supposed to be doing, um, 
the the church that helped my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, this god that these people, this, uh, this encampment is currently, like, uh, worshipping. Mm-hmm. Do they look favorably upon oh. the god? They are polar opposites. Uh, yep, there we go. Yeah, I knew Amanos it. Yeah, is the sun. I yeah. knew it. And yeah. sure okay. darkness. Yep. Yeah. Amanos is yeah. the so, god of the sun and of light, and Shar so. is the goddess of darkness. Praise the sun. I have a secondary follow-up question to that. Mm-hmm. How would I, you know, with my current affiliation, feel about Char? Um, or how do I think, you know, my god would feel about Char? Your god. Hmm. That is an interesting question. Because you are fairly new to this, and you weren't exactly a... a, a devout or learned worshipper of Kelimvor. No, I just was a nerd and I liked studying. Mm-hmm. Roll me an insight check. Well, I, I also pull up an idea. Yeah, well, I also pull up um my god roster. There you go. Yeah. 20. Half 20? Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's pretty good. Minute. God roster, god roster, god roster. Where are we? So it's not a matter of demon worshippers, but it's more a matter of my god is cool, your god is stinky. Get away from me. Who knows? Cool. Who knows what the church's intents were, if they even knew that these were worshippers of Shar. <clears throat> so Shar... Just see here. Double check something. Of us, Mr. Knight. Yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> just had to double che- I just had to double check her domain. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so she actually falls under the same domain as your god. So, oh, so while she's pretty cool, while not exactly on, uh, I'll say, friendly terms or chummy. Um, the gods of death you know, they gotta work do not <laughs> they do not abhor Shar. She is kind of like right. uh, she runs in the same vein as them, so there is this um aspect of respect uh between right. them. <laughs> not friends per se, but they cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mutual it's a mutual respect. There is there is no bad blood between the gods of death and the goddess of darkness. Is my holy symbol visible? I don't know, is it? I feel like I left it out, like, or I I put it onto my uh, my armor, didn't I? Uh, you never explicitly said so. Oh, that's that's entirely up to you. It's somewhere on my clothes. I know that. I feel like it would be visible. <laughs> yeah, because I left it visible in the city. Okay. Yeah. Because for a while you so, yeah. you were just keeping it in your backpack. Yeah, I think it was after I became like full Jesus boy. I made it visible because I was okay. like, "Okay, yeah, so you you have your cool. your uh, skeletal hand with a set of scales, uh, mm-hmm. relatively visible on you somewhere." And they haven't they haven't like looked at it or you can't tell you can't see any of their eyes. I can't tell. Oh right, I can't see their faces. Freak. Like their faces are completely oh. concealed in shadow beneath these these weird white shawls, which 
from what you can tell, almost seem to be made out of intricately intricately woven silk, but not in like um, a standard pattern. Like it's not cross-hatched, if that's what you want to call it. Ooh, kind of um, like spider webby. Yep, exactly spider webby. Cool. Hmm. Well, I will just as I'm turning to, you know, walk. I'll just say. I think we should take their advice, and I'll just start to, you know, slowly walk to the back of the group, and so that I can overhear what they're saying to these people as I kind of just inch away a little bit. Wait, what spider webby? Uh, the shawls. They're shawls. Oh. <clears throat> like the 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 pattern of weaving on the shawls is not standard weaving. It almost looks like multiple spider webs kind of interwoven between each other. Like a bunch of orb weavers webs over each other, right? A little bit, yeah, but made into a fabric. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I'm getting, I'm getting the distinct impression that these guys aren't evil, at least outright. And so far, they've actually been, relatively speaking, quite kind to us. I also know that they have a hard time in sunlight, and we have a whole-ass necropolis that we ourselves recently vacated. Mm. Did we? Permanent home. I don't. I don't. Th we don't know that they need a house yet. No, we we don't. But if we <laughs> find out, we may be able to relocate them, deal with the Amanos uh, thing, and have allies in uh, in that necropolis for ourselves in the future. I feel That's like their shrine is probably a big part of why they're here. Specifically. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason specifically. Yeah, I also don't know that it's a really super great idea for us to be like, hey, take over this necropolis that we mostly explored and disarmed. The one in like our first three or four sessions, we completely explored it, completely disarmed it. Yeah, Not we did. Entirely, well, there was... Still that like little pin shooter out of the wall, and there's that weird gate thing. No, no, and not the that. mirror. No, no, I mean, way, 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 way back. The one with the goblins and that uh, that druid guy. Oh, oh no. the one that they'd have to get past things that can turn them into stone. I might be thinking of a different campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't fought a druid. No, no, I'm definitely thinking of a different campaign. One word: Circle of the Moon Druid. Might be. Yep. Hmm. Um, but we definitely did come across something that would better suit them. Could, could my brother pray at their shrine while also praying to Kalimvor? Like, is that, or would it be like, is, um, like I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm it's not a bit I'm of a, a weird a thing, kid. Yeah, I like, mean, is there like loophole? Like, in there's a bit <laughs> of a weird thing. It's, it's, you can pray to other gods that are not your gods. Um, it's not exactly, like, blasphemous, but praying to another god at one god's shrine is a little... We'll call it taboo. Wait a second. I'm not holding I have a god, question. Actually. Yep. When I was in the, uh... The, sh the Shadow Realm, if you will... Yeah. <laughs> are one of the gods that I had an option to swear fealty to, was one of them Char? No. Because there were two other ones. <clears throat> yeah. You had Yurgal and Merkul. Right. You had Kelimfor, um, the god of the dead. You had Merkul, the god of death itself. And you had Yurgal, the um, the scribe of the dead. Yes. Much like an Anubis, Toth, and Osiris deal going on. 
Yeah. Um. Alright, well, I'll just... Yeah, I'm just gonna do what I said I was. Okay. Leave them to chat. And see if they follow so. me. <laughs> so you guys are just leaving? I am. I don't know if they are. I'm curiously looking at... So their holy symbols are just completely out, right? They're yep. just... It's hmm. just the, the purple disc with a like faint black ring around it. Yeah. Um, Which I believe Sigmund and I would have explained is yeah. Char and what it's about. Yes. Yeah. yeah, like they're not all in the same place. Like some have them as pendants on their necks. Others have them on like uh, light chains around their waist. Hmm. Um, you like you can't see too many individuals now that you're closer but you can see like the pendants aren't all in like one exact location. They're not all wearing like this uniform uh, kind of attire. It's whatever they're just wearing. <clears throat> this um, isn't a, a roving band of mercenaries. I mean, there are some in like hide armor, but again, well, it's the ones that have the bows and the machetes. Others yeah, are just wearing clothing. I've. Um, um, actually, gonna... roll, roll perception just on the comment. Okay. Hmm. Do I do the? Do I do 18? I do? Do I do the big brain play? Um. This try. camp has been here for a very long time. Uh. Oh, you can see underneath the tents, like the grass has just died from the tents being there for so long. You can see very well worn paths, uh, that they tread where the grass is again just completely gone out and it's just dirt. And this camp has been here for a very very long time. What are we thinking? Scale of months or years? Years. Possibly decades or more. Okay. Like, it's it's to uh, the point where the earth is compacted and no grass even grows. This is very well-worn paths that go between the tents. Um, you can see there's a few tents, like, kind of near the outside that it's a little less dead. Possibly mm -hmm. from the tents being more recent. But even those ones, it looks like it's been ages that... Uh, the tents have been there and set up. Like, especially in front of the tents, you can see where people go in and out. It's just dirt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But because our long live. I'm going to try something. Here. Okay. And I want to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I am going to point out their symbols of char. Mm -hmm. And I am going to expand on it and be like. Use our followers of Char. I've been <clears throat> curious. Is he from Philly? About one who people who are beholden to to the gods. I've been doing research on it, and I'd yeah. like to attempt to communicate through prayer. Okay. Um. Roll a quick persuasion. Cool. I don't give a fuck about this god. Eleven. <clears throat> um, as you mentioned their god, you watch their postures kind of tighten a little. At least for the two that are near you. Because the yeah. others are a little out of earshot. <clears throat> and, um... I'll, I'd probably have mentioned, by the way, that I've never really been... I've never prayed to a god before, so I'd, yeah. I would love to speak to them about it. Mm. And the uh, the woman you've been talking to uh, this entire time, she responds, 
Yes, we worship the mistress of the night. What exactly do do you wish to know about her, and why does she concern you? Um, I'm just gonna explain to her what happened to me as a kid and my parents, okay, and explain that I'm always us. We're just intrigued. And I'm gonna explain how I felt alone. Okay. For a um, long time. Roll persuasion again at advantage. Cool. Dirty twenty, baby. Dirty twenty. Okay. Um, because you mentioned like loss and stuff, you watch. Again, the postures now soften. Um, <clears throat> really like pulling out this um, common ground with the goddess, or, or at least with them. Um, mm. <clears throat> And you see her kind of, like, bow her head a bit and go, Well, I am, as always, as are all who worship the mistress of the night, I am sorry for your loss, and I am sure that she would look kindly upon you should you ever pray to her. I was asking, She has no though. distinction between whose loss... Uh, between the loss of who plays to her. Um, what were you learning to garner again? Sorry. Uh, I was trying to learn how to, like, if one of them could show me the way. I'm trying to, I'm basically just trying to get my way into the camp. Okay. Well, if you wish to pray to her, just on your own, any dark place will do. Mm -hmm. However, should you wish to pray to her at our shrine... We could perhaps allow it under supervision. Of course, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, at this point, you hear the other individual who hasn't spoken yet um, kind of like lean in a bit to her and whisper something. Who understands Elvish? I do. Ooh, that is a very good pregunta. <laughs> yes. I, 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 so. <laughs> yeah, so Smiley Sigmund. I can speak. I can speak demon, like I'm from the hells, and celestial, like I'm an angel myself. But that's all I got. But I can't speak spicy human. So. <laughs> Fancy human. Okay, so only Smiley and Sigmund would understand. That's it. <clears throat> So Smiley and Sigmund, as this individual uh, leans forward, you hear uh, a male's voice speaking in Elvish. What if they are from the demon senders? Should we really be letting them near the, the shrine, especially inside the mountain? We cannot trust them. I'm I'm going I'm going to try. Uh, also try. mentions her name. Uh, give me a sec. Okay. Uh. And he calls her um, Rainier. Okay. Who? Um, I'm going. Ooh. Oh, the drought. The drought. The female drow's name is Rainier. I'm going to cut yeah. in. Yeah. Cool. 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 Say, in the interest of fostering trust, I'm saying this. In, I'm saying this in Elvish, by the mm -hmm. way. In the interest yep. Yep. of trust, Lady Rainier, I must point out that two of our number do speak Elvish. Myself being a half elf, and Sigmund here being very learned. As a segment here being old. She, she responds in common. Um, 
I am no lady, but I have noticed your heritage. Mm -hmm. It is merely that Ikril here does not speak the common tongue very well, and of course, being amongst our own kind, he is more comfortable speaking in the mother tongue. Mm. We apologize for that. My apologies. But we have had some issues as of late, and we are on edge. But if you truly do wish to worship at the altar, again, under supervision, and she like kind of turns towards um, Ikril, the, the male that spoke to her, um, then I'm sure under some supervision, it should be acceptable. After all, we do have an entire encampment, and you are not too many. Worse. So, should worse come to worse, I'm sure that at the very least, you will leave. <clears throat> she kind of like, she, she moves back a little bit, kind of motioning for you to follow her. I openly follow. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I have a question. Yep. Am I still close enough to hear all of that? Oh yeah, you didn't move too far away. Slowly. You didn't like, okay, cool. so you didn't I heard just all walk that? off. You're like, kind of just at the back of the yeah. group now. Okay, yeah, so like, I'll stop and take in what she had said. Yeah. And whenever she like leads Axel away, I don't know what everyone else is doing, but yeah. like I might ask uh, Sigmund and Smiley what the other dude had said. I would follow. Uh Sigmund would explain, I guess. I guess. Yep. Okay. So you you learned that he he mentioned uh well, actually if Sigmund wants to explain what he said, I'm not going to just repeat it. Sigmund uh, explains that he was just talking about not letting us into the shrine because we can't be trusted. He did also oh, and mention. A, he mentioned something about. And our host's about... name is Rhaenyra. 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 I will put uh, Rhaenyra and Ikril. Um. Uh, Crisis, you said you were going to follow. So she kind of like, not motions you forward, but she, she kind of postures herself to see if you're going to follow her, and I'm as going, you step I'm, forward, I'm, she leads you on. Yeah, I'm gonna, before, right before we leave, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna put my hand in front of Crisis, and I'm gonna try as quietly as fucking possible to say, I'll go try to get my, get an in in. You guys just see how many there are. And I'm gonna walk. Um... Sounds good. What? Well, Whenever Jay's done with his thing, I would like to ask your cool something. Oh. Smiley's actually going oh. to praise. Well. But I'm going to let them do their thing first. You're letting, You're asking who? Sorry. Uh, you you you're cool. The, uh, the uh, other Ikril. guy. Yeah, Ikril. Yeah, Ikril. Sorry. <clears throat> um. Well, he's kind of following with Rainier. Hmm. Um. Okay, so no, as as uh, Axel goes forward with Rainier. You watch him kind of a little to the side, to the back, follow along. Hand not on the pommel of his machete anymore, but just to the side, and he still has that kind of like ready stance. Um, okay, well, I'll let them go off. I'm not going to follow them. If Crisis is following, Crisis can follow. Uh, oh, no, I was stopping Crisis be like, hey, make take a look at how many they have, and if there's anything of note, I'm going to go see if I can get an in with these people, if I can try and schmooze my way in. I give him a thumbs up. Okay. Um, 
So you guys stay, and you see the, um, the individual that was kind of, like, to the back, and that has been watching just, like, beside a tent with the bow and arrow knocked, um, walk over, and you hear another, uh, male voice come from beneath the shroud, <clears throat> and, uh, hello, uh, it seems that Lady Rainier has, well, it seems that Renier has allowed you into the camp. I will be watching you until she returns. By the way, I am Thodain. And he actually holds out a hand. Thodain. He actually holds out a hand just like kind of generally towards you all to, to shake hands. I like, I will shake his hand. Alright, so he, he holds your hand and his. He's very lithe, like his fingers are very long, but surprisingly soft. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you also notice, uh, as like you grasp his hand, all his nails are like this very thin point, or very short point. Hmm. Um. Actually, roll perception for me. Woo! <laughs> oh, he's got little thingy daggers. <laughs> You got pointy fingers. Yeah, you can scratch out an eye with that shit. Natural 20. Hey. Okay, so, Finn. Really? Finn, you notice along the back of his hand is a rather intricate tattoo that goes up into the sleeve. And as his clothing breaks, you can see that he's heavily tattooed underneath all of it. And because you rolled a I... natural 20 for a 22, you I... notice that uh -huh. there's a number of other individuals that have these, like, very similar, like, heavy tattoos underneath their clothing. Do I glean anything from this? Um, this particular tattoo, um, it looks to be, like, some sort of spiraling design of a vine or, like, thorns or something. Hmm. Like, the back of his hand has this, um, flower design... That goes into this uh, long vine of thorns that intricately wraps and snakes along his entire arm. And you can see a little bit of it even, like, on his neck, um, where mm. the shawl doesn't cover. <clears throat> mm. uh, you see, like, a, a, a number of others that have a myriad of different tattoos. Um, you see, actually, one drow uh, woman that passes, like, just from tent to tent in, in, the, in the background. Um, she has... Um, just a solid black line kind of going up her arm that ends in a tiny mm -hmm. sun. Hmm. Um, well, as I shake his hand, I will say um, your markings are very exquisite. Yes, we have a quite a talented individual among the camp. It is them who has given us all of these... Uh, how would you say pieces? Uh, um, and you watch. Uh, you can me. see another individual now walk out. Again, another one without a shawl, just in regular clothing. This one, mm -hmm. kind of paler, maybe grayer skin, raven jet okay. black hair, but also elvish. Um, mm -hmm. You would have to actually roll history to see what kind of elf. Um, but this one has like a a large eye insignia on their forehead. <clears throat> History. You have no idea. This looks like a weird ass fucking elf. 
Interesting. I don't recognize the eye, eye mark as a specific god. Either, nope, it's just an eye. That's it. Oh, it's just an eye? Oh, okay. Um, eye. It has no, like, particular or, or specific connotation that, to it that you can recognize. It's just, like, an eye design. Man, um, all relatively in the same kind of style. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll ask him, uh, the one that I shook hands with. Yeah. Uh, excuse me if I'm being presumptuous, but do these markings have, um, like, specific meanings, or is it, you know, just artwork that you all wanted to have on your bodies, or... Well, uh... Sorry, give me a second, I'm just gonna pull up the name. Well, Nenu has always taken artistic liberty for exactly what he's doing, but we were crest the, shall we say, idea. Nanu, Nanu, Nanu. Nanu. So okay. this is basically just oh, a camp so... full of people who are religious and love having tattoos. So, Thodane and... Whoops. <laughs> Wrong chat. Yeah. Something I can get behind. So, Thodane and Nanu. Nanu, Nanu. Okay, and sorry, I'm gonna go look at that chat real quick. Nanu who? Nanu, yes. From the... Yeah, Smiley can follow along with Axel if he wishes. Thank you. <clears throat> Alright, well, I'm going to wait to bring up any of my other questions until uh, Rainier comes back, because yeah. it seems like they're sort of the de facto leader from what I gleam. So I'm going to wait until uh, they return before I ask right. the questions I want to ask. So, Smiley and Axel, roll me perception, please. As you yep. you actually walk through the camp. Ooh. I want to keep talking to Thodane afterwards. Yeah, Dirty. we'll get that. That's fine. Oh, that that's my bad. Sorry. So we'll use the seventeen, anyways. Yeah, we'll use seventeen. Okay, so yeah, I... twenty on Smiley, seventeen on Axel. Okay, so as you guys walk through, you see there's a number of uh, like other individuals inside the tents. Um, you see more, like, unshawled drow, and you see a couple other um, of the, like, jet-black-haired individuals with more ashen gray skin rather than the very dark drow obsidian. <clears throat> um, Smiley, I'll say that you would actually know what these are. Um, you spent enough time with your mother that she was able to, like, tell you stories about your heritage. These are mm -hmm. Shadar Kai. That's what I thought. Um, these are more or less shadow elves. Um, they tend to actually live in the shadow fell rather than the mortal plane. The fact that they're here is a little strange. Um, it, the camp seems to be a mix of Drow and Shadarkai. And you okay. see, again, like these individuals all have like a number of like intricate tattoos. <clears throat> Do the non shawled ones seem to all have that little sun tattoo we saw? Nope. They all have different tattoos. Okay. Um, all in different places, but relatively the same, like, kind of design, so clearly all the same artist. Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys kind of, like, walk through, um, the center of the camp. So, if mm -hmm. I can... I don't know if I can do a little measurement thing, but... So you, you walk through the, the center of the camp, and you eventually come into the... <clears throat> the mountainside. 
uh, quickly, while we were walking through, does everyone kind of, like, what is everyone's general expression? Like, do they seem, is it, um, like, is it like, contentment? Do they seem like they're preparing for something? Is it... Most of them just, just seem... milling about? Yeah, most of them seem yeah. to be milling about, kind of just doing their daily routine. Um, a lot of them have faces of skepticism and uh, suspicion, especially as you pass through. Um... You also see there's a few of them that seem to be kind of injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't get a quick enough glance. It's like individuals lying down inside one of the tents near the center. Um, they're lying on cots and you see like bandages and, and blood-soaked clothing and stuff. Um, there's also... Uh, you know what? Roll, roll insight for both of you as well. Okay. I'm good at that. <laughs> 11 and 10 uh, there seems to be something else underlying the expressions of suspicion but you can't pinpoint what it is hmm. okay so you guys end up into the cavern Ooh. yes because I have prepared in case you attacked Hell yeah. <laughs> so as you walk into the... Oh, well, uh, hold off on that opinion just yet, okay? We, we're doing a little bit of recon first. You also split the party. <laughs> you also split the party. Um, I, I have an intention of attacking, so you guys are on your own here. <laughs> so, we are actually just going to... Hmm... Not deep underwater. Not Tokens. Wood. I have a decent. Oh, I have <laughs> a good sound piece for this. Sorry. There we go. This is the underwater theme from Donkey Kong Country. I was gonna go with yeah, Mario. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and that's been Placeholder by Dan. <laughs> so. And that was our new elevator music playlist. <laughs> As you guys walk in, um, up here, you see just, again, general cavern. It's very, very dark in here. Um, you both have dark vision, correct? SMR of dark yep. vision. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you both have dark vision. So it's it's dim light. It's still kind of hard to see in here. Um, just because pure darkness. But as you walk in, um, you can slowly see just this very, very wide uh open cavern, uh, a couple like stalag mites, bottom ones, <clears throat> um with a very rounded domed ceiling in the roof, uh or in the cave's roof. As you walk further towards the back, you see um, there is a relatively speaking small shrine uh, near the back wall. It seems to be constructed out of uh, as much nice wood as possible. And there's like kind of two pedestals next to it. However, on the shrine itself is this large um, purple disc that seems to be made out of some sort of glass mm -hmm. um, because you can see partially through it to the back wall. 
<clears throat> and as you step into uh, view of the shrine, you hear a voice from inside the darkness. Um, female voice? Uh, let me just check my note. No, not female. Uh, a little hard to pinpoint the exact voice. Um, okay. It's, it's soft, cool. but does not have female qualities. Uh, you hear Grenier, who have you brought into the caves? Um, and you watch Rainier kind of like almost take a knee. Um, forgive me, uh, Mistress Shanna, but they came to the camp uh, claiming to be lost, and one of them, Shana. yeah, at least Mistress Shanna, to mm -hmm. whatever they were called, yeah. <clears throat> um uh, they claimed to be lost and upon seeing our symbols of the mistress of night they well these two wished to offer their prayers to her under of course mine ecreels and your supervision I assumed it would be okay you hear, um, and now you watch as this uh, individual walks out of the shadows. Again, little, you can't really tell gender. Um, uh, raven jet black hair tied into a little single large dread uh, at the back that kind of goes down to their waist. Um, very nice, uh, although old leather armor. A large chain around one arm, and around the other arm is the tattoo of a chain wrapping around <clears throat> and uh this individual walks forward well you are not wrong it is okay we do not <clears throat> shun those who wish to offer their prayers but perhaps a little warning next time yes i i am sorry <clears throat> and uh now the individual turns to you <clears throat> And uh, offers like a like a half bow. And goes hello. Uh, apologies for the rudeness. I am Shanadak Thrusier. Mm. Uh, I do the half bow back, and I say my name is Axel Ausgear, and this is uh, my compatriot Smiley. Well, I welcome you to the mistress's shrine. Uh, you may offer your prayers, but then I will kindly ask you to leave. Right. <clears throat> of course. Yep. So, uh, um, Rainier, Ikril, and Shanadrak, or Shanna, um, mm -hmm. I'll kind of, like, stand a little to the back and allow you guys to go forward to the shrine. <clears throat> right. I'm gonna... Hey, get on my uh, get get on my knees, and I'm going to put my hand, I'm going to clasp my hands together, and I'm going to <laughs> do my best impression of somebody trying to pray. Okay, I'm uh, going to offer that prayer that I told you about. Yep. So Smiley actually prays or gives a prayer. Axel, roll. Hmm. I want to say deception or performance. Performance. Oh fuck! I was gonna say deception. I have. I'm actually. You're not actually talking. So performance. You're putting on a show. I would have. Oh, okay. I would. Okay. 
Well, they're praying. Can Sigmund look around and count, get a number, get a head count of the people that he saw uh, as they were at, walking through? Were you walking through? He was. He would have been following. Okay. So you're just standing in the back of the cave then? Pretty much. Okay. Just trying to do a head count of the encampment. Okay. Uh, Roll perception. You would have had to roll perception at the same time then. Oh, okay. I didn't hear the perception call. <laughs> 22. Okay. So first, Axel's 17 performance. Yeah, you do a decent show of like doing a prayer. And you kind of just like watch what Smiley's doing and kind of play off of him a bit. Um, but you, you give a, a bit of a kneel, um, kind of bow your head, and you take just a few moments in silence, uh, mulling through your head exactly, just like uh, uh, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Yeah, How long does it usually take to make a sentence? Four Mississippi. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like... How long is a prayer again? How long does it take to, take to say words? Like you're reciting the recipe for pancakes. Did I leave the stove on? Yeah, like you're you're trying to to give it enough time that it makes sense that it's a prayer, and then then also not take too long. Like going to Sunday school and you forget the actual prayer like halfway through, and you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna pretend like this makes sense. Yeah, um, Smiley, you actually give a prayer, um. You also feel as you pray because your prayer is genuine. <laughs> hmm. You have a genuine prayer. You feel like this kind of like darkness pressing in around you for a moment. Like even the small amount of, of natural ambient light that you can see with your dark vision just closes and compresses around you. Not too much. Not isolating you from everything else or darkening your vision, but just the shadows creep in a little further. Um, like a big shadowy hug a little bit Um, just a little bit of a compress of shadows and you actually do feel a little better after Um, there's this kind of like alleviation of whatever leftover grief and um, like anger there was inside you there's just a little bit of an alleviation to it nothing grand nothing, nothing like supernatural but there's there's a sense of this. It's something. Um, Axel, you're just sitting there. Yeah. You're just waiting in awkward silence. After after the prayer is over, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do something. Okay. Yeah, you guys take whatever time you need and just eventually, again, with a decent percept, uh, performance and actually having a prayer, you kind of like finish up and, and stand. Hmm. Um, I thank you for allowing us this opportunity, uh, um, yeah. mistress. And so, uh, Shanna responds to you. It is a pleasure, though we are purposefully difficult to find. We will not shun those who truly wish to offer their prayers. And I thank you for that. Um, also, just I, I was thinking upon this uh, on my during my prayer. Uh, I noticed that many of your um, your camp are injured or being treated. J just as a form of courtesy for you allowing us to do this, I'd love for our many of my compatriots are very skilled healers. If you wish, we could take a look at some of them. 
understand that you may not be privy to the idea, but it's just as a form of thank you for this. Okay. Um. Roll perception. Uh, uh. Persuasion. Sorry. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. You see, there's like this shift in uh shadow's face um they they are not wearing wearing a shawl uh like the other mm -hmm. two obviously and there's this like expression of of intrigue and well, if, if you would perhaps aid us and yes we will take whatever aid you can give of course we have you injured that could definitely work Take some tending that that we cannot provide properly here. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And then she actually like kind of starts leading you out already. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm gonna give a look to Smiley and Sigmund. Like, oh, we got this. Okay. Um. So Sigmund, you doing a brief head count? You do not know the exact number of the camp. You just walked through the middle. But from mm -hmm. what you can tell, it is upwards of fifteen at the very least. Okay. Did I get a decent map of the... Well, as we're coming out, can Sigmund, like, map the area? Uh, it's not super difficult to map. Like, you can see most of the camp mm -hmm. uh, just from walking through. It's not like it's a intricate map. It's just a laid-out camp, and you can see the general, like... One camp was made, and then there was more tents added, and then as those tents were added, they were kind of added in a bit of a circle, and each one has this, like, small, like, kind of campfire that it's built around. Okay. Um... So there's just like this kind of, uh, not exactly concentric circles, but interlacing circles of tents that just kind of wrap around one another, creating series small campsites. Yeah. yeah. Series of this expanded a little bit every now and then as it was needed to. With like yeah. the main circle being uh, where you pass through with like the largest tents pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to... As you guys come out. Religion is my fucking weapon, baby. <laughs> I think we're at that one. So, now. So you guys eventually come back out of the camp. Um, in the meantime... Finn and Crisis were alone. The outside yeah. group just kept diminishing as this went on. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was in the cave, actually. Yeah. So, uh, Finn and Crisis, you were just kind of standing around with uh, Thodane for a bit. Yeah, he... I wanted to ask him stuff. <clears throat> yeah, what? It's just like, where do you... How do you get these tattoos, and would it be possible for maybe one of us to get some, or do we have to be part of the? Well, uh, is it is it like appointment based, or? <laughs> <laughs> it is Nenu who makes all of the tattoos. It is them who are the, the skilled ink artist. Uh, They're very of, cool. Yes, they are quite nice. Uh, they have their perks. Um, they are not directly tied to the Mistress of Night or nor our religion. But they are, uh, shall we say, part of our society. 
It is something yeah, that we do sense. for ourselves. Uh, we do not exactly have many outsiders who come through, but very few, if any, will ever get a tattoo from Nenu. Sounds like an honor to get one of those. Mm, yes. It does take quite some time for one to acquire the ink. <clears throat> oh, that's Oh, it's, the, it's probably one of those like fancy magic tattoos. Cool. Ooh, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> where, where are the big... I could get one. Know, that's not in his I'd be very interested in one of those. Yeah, so... You hear, like, like Thodane seems to be very, very friendly um, in contrast to the others you've met so far. Mm -hmm. And, like, none of the other inhabitants of the camp really, like, press near you. Most of them are kind of keeping a little bit of a distance. You see a few are making, like, wider arcs around where you are. But Thodane mm -hmm. also, like, motions you a little further into the camp. Like, not motions, oh, cool. but, like, he's kind of, like doing the shimmy as you guys are Creeping talking us. like leading us a little bit like it's it's just the um the hey small man, talk shimmy. So yeah so it's just like this like awkward shimmy of you guys slowly making your way to the camp like orbiting around each other and eventually you We're end totally up totally like, following oh yeah um and you you end up like kind of in the center of the camp next to the fire and you can see inside some of the tents um i'm actually gonna pull up um my map do we need area. do we need to make a perception check? Uh, if you'd like, go ahead. <clears throat> I will. I want to get away of the land. <laughs> I don't see shit. You look at those tattoos. So yeah, I'm so like focused. <clears throat> the crisis nine perception. Finn eighteen perception. Okay, hey. so, yeah, as you guys, like, kind of slow, like, it's a slow shimmy. You don't just walk over. It's, like, this, that awkward orbiting, um, conversation where you just end up in the center of the camp now. Um, and you can see inside some of the, some of the tents. Um, whoops, I'm clicking on the wrong map. Um, so, in this one, you see three, uh, individuals, uh, Two drow and one of the raven-haired uh, elves lying on like cots of sorts, like just bedrolls. Uh, they have they are bandaged. Um, one of them seems to have like really really dark like veining, like bulging veins, kind of creeping up the side of their neck. Whoa! And that individual seems to be in quite a bit of pain. I'm gonna ask, like, what what happened to these poor folks? Um, before that, um, you okay. can see uh, there's a few other drow just kind of like meandering around. Uh, there's one just sitting in this tent, kind of like reading or something. Uh, there's two others that are like partially doing wash and stuff. Like they're in the rain, like cleaning clothes, wringing them out, soaping them up. And then you can see like they're stringing up or they're moving one of like the. Uh, the, the lines from outside to inside a tent to dry off the other clothes. Um, it's like they're just milling about, like, doing, like, their daily stuff. And you see inside this large tent, um, at least Finn sees this, I should say. Crisis doesn't see shit. <laughs> um, Crisis is just very, very captured by the tattoos on Thodane. 
Um, in this oh, yeah. tent, you actually see an even more heavily tattooed individual. Um, no Whoa. shirt at all. Like, just, like, pretty much a, a, a kilt with a big belt. Um, their entire body is just this patchwork of intricately laced tattoos. Um, they have... They, this is another Shadar Kai, though, again, you don't know this. Another raven-haired elf. Um, the sides shaved. Another, like, super huge, um, like, dreadlock. This one uh, going just a little ways past their waist. And you see, like, woven into the dreadlock are these different, like, bits of bone and feathers and, like, fur. And there's, like, different patches of, like, differently colored hair. You can see, like, maybe there's a few drow that have donated their hair to this dreadlock. Like, there's locks of white that just kind of interlace with the black. And it's it's really intricate. Um, sick. That's actually just sick as fuck. Very intricately very adorned good. individual. Um Cool. And just almost every inch of them is tattooed. Even like their face has a is the kind of the clearest spot of them. But even then, like there's these very faint thin lines that curl around through their face uh, and around their eyes. <clears throat> and they're kind of just like milling about in in that um, tent. But you see, there's like sets of needles and stuff, and you can only guess that this is possibly Nenu. Oh, cool. Like, you see what is essentially a tattoo shop set up inside this tent. That's sick as fuck. Oh, sick. Sick. That's so sick. <clears throat> um, and around this time, uh, after, like, the orbiting and slow conversation getting you to the center of the camp, uh, you watch as Smiley Sigmund and uh, Axel emerge from the cave with Rainier, Ikril, and another individual. Um, this one, again, not wearing a shawl. Uh, kind of similar hairstyle to the tattooed individual in the tent, but like to say the sides not shaved again. This like that long, thick, single dread, uh, dreadlock. Um, and you see the that wrapped around one arm is this heavy chain, around the other arm, which is completely bare, is a tattoo design of a chain. Oh, cool! And they walk out. Um, again, a little uh, difficult to pin down their gender. As are many elves, <clears throat> and and they walk out with uh, the two. They're also pretty. Yep, shawled individual. <laughs> like you can see, like this individual also has like a few battle marks on them, and they're wearing very nice, although old, leather armor. Um, nice. and they walk towards the the center of the camp. Okay. Uh, and as as they approach, they. The the uh, the chain adorned individual uh, speaks up and goes, "Hello, I am uh, Shanadrak Thrusir. I have already introduced myself to your compatriots, and I am assuming you are the two remaining." Um, I am yes. told that one it's of you is to possibly a healer. I I excuse my presumptuous and and uh, forwardness, uh, but we have uh, been that is I can heal. That is my, that was, that's my uh, mistake. Uh, many of us can heal. Yes. Well, um, I apologize for the forwardness regardless, but if possible, we do have some injured, uh, that uh, if you were to take care of, we would be, uh, infinitely, uh, I was actually going to ask you. if you guys needed help with that. I saw a lot of injured. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, what happened to them? Can we help? Yeah. Yes, uh, we was 
we would not say no to aid at all. Uh, and you see there's like a little bit of apprehension. Like they don't want to say what happened. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, you can roll persuasion, uh, Finn. I'll roll persuasion. Yep. Can I try can I? to help? Can I try to help? Uh, uh, no, it's because he's, he's the one that asked he, what happened, so. Yeah, right. No it shall be Finn. I wanted to ask too. That's true. Yeah, but you didn't see. 16? 16, okay. Um, you see there's like this, there's a bit of hesitation in Shanna's face, or Shanna Drax's mm -hmm. face, and they're just like, they look around for a bit, kind of look at Rainier and Ikril. Um, you actually see Thodane completely, um, indiscriminately just shrug. Like, I don't know, man. They seem fine to me. <laughs> like, Thodane seems to be a very relaxed individual. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I sense the the nervousness, I'll I'll jump in and be like, "You don't don't feel like you have to tell me." No, in exchange. no, it is. I'll give uh, them a card. It is okay. Um, we are just uh, on edge. It has been a few nights now that that we have been under attack, and we are a little suspicious of outsiders and we are on edge and that is the unfortunate end result of these attacks and she or they mentioned towards the tent of the injured mm -hmm. this is well, after we it, spot it, uh, one person from one of the uh, cities nearby passing um, through and spying on our encampment we cannot help but how many injured are there there are three in the tent. And that was uh, one person did that? No, she, uh, they just mentioned that they have been under attack uh, for the past yeah. couple of nights. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I thought they said one person heard all no. these people. Uh, okay. they, well, they mentioned that they uh, saw the person from they saw a scout, the church. Basically. Yeah, they saw the scout. Um, and it's only a few days oh, okay. after that that they start getting attacked, so they're now very suspicious. Okay, um... Looking at the injured, can I tell what's afflicting them? Because you mentioned there was like yeah, one of them like has corruption like, in one of them. Yeah, one of them has like these black bulging veins that has been that has creeped up sides, um, their arm, their chest, and is now like taking over the veins in their neck. Um, roll a uh, medicine check. The other two are just oh, injured. <laughs> the other two are just injured, but this one seems to have something afflicting them. Shit. <laughs> can I also check it though? Yes, you can also roll medicine. <clears throat> Perfect. Honest for help, and I can't figure it out. So. Uh, actually, just gonna pull something up here. <clears throat> it's not. There we go. Medicine. Oh. Oof. Okay. Uh, I can. That's two nines in a row. What the heck? Oh. <laughs> get one more. Maybe you'll get lucky. I've been rolling Just... 17s all day, so... Mm. Oh. Okay. I need... Where is the damn page? Yeah. Max my mic. That one, not that one. Oh, you're here somewhere. Here's my weird crouchy thing. I'm gonna go this way. Dinosaurs? 
Are you sleeping or eating? Oh. Is it not in Volos? It might not be in Volos. It is not in Volos. Okay. Um, let me just see here. Well, okay. Well, my description was a little off, but whatever. It works. <clears throat> um, so yeah, with a natural 1 for a 3 and a 9 on medicine for uh, Finn and Crisis, respectively, you guys have no idea what is afflicting this individual. Um, there is it looks a, like it hurts. Oh, it looks terrible. Like, it's, like, their veins are festering from the inside, and you see there's this, like, really bad, like, gangrenous wound uh, on their chest that looks like a saw ripped out of them like it is not a clean wound and you can see on the other two uh there's like these same wounds but like uh one of them has two on their thigh and the other one just has uh one kind of like on on their left shoulder that like seems to have ripped just completely through and not cleanly and they're and they don't have black veins coming from their wounds do they no they don't but all the wounds are the same. So it seems to be some sort of venom or, or disease that the other two just didn't contract at the time. Right. Frig, I wish I was a paladin right now. So. Um, okay, well. At the, very, at the very least, you know you can magically heal the other two individuals of their wounds. But yeah. whatever is afflicting this third one, you have no idea what it is or what's causing it. It might be harder to heal. Like, it might need, like, a, a cure disease or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I was... Because none of us friggin' know Revivify yet. Mm -mm. And just knocking them unconscious wouldn't get rid of the <laughs> you think issue. we should kill him and then bring him um, back immediately <laughs> after? Okay, well, I will first tend... <laughs> Listen, guys, Necromancer is just a really late healer. <laughs> like, you can heal one and I can heal one. Actually, strictly speaking, in previous editions, cure spells were necromancy. They still are necromancy. They still are necromancy. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. yeah. By definition, necromancy. I, you know, I... You have to be evil. There you go. I thought maybe it would work. Um... You can, kill. <laughs> but, okay. Roll, roll a very, very, very high DC Arcana check. Uh, a DM. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. that, can I? I'm gonna use my uh, healing hand. Yeah, I, that's that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Because crisis, what? What healing spell do you have, crisis? I have cure wounds, level one. Oh. oh. The baby's very talkative. <laughs> yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna healing hands, right. but also take a look at the wounds and see what kind of uh, what kind of damage these people are taking. Uh, okay. Roll a medicine check then. This is just on like the wounds themselves. This is not on the disease, so it's a bit lower DC. Cool, cool. Yeah, medicine. I have a one. A 19. Somehow um, I know. I'm not. <laughs> you've seen, I won't say similar wounds, but you've heard of similar wounds um, come from the coast. Oh. 
wow. people oh. who have been shanked by a stingray. Uh, I heard about the great tragedy of the man named Erwin. Oh. I know this Stop. one. However, no, that was... Ah, yeah, it's, it's it. stingrays, and... However, there's one particular stingray that I have in mind. If anyone watches River Monsters, if anyone watches River Monsters, yeah, it looks horrible. Like it so, is, it is the most horribly but naturally barbed point that has been stabbed into these people and then viciously ripped out. Like, oh, it is fuck. it is some yeah, sort of barbed point that has gone through their flesh uh is is what has caused these these injuries oh like a I, I would, spear I would just, of some sort uh, yeah, i would just know that this is from the coast that like there's a certain type of well you've seen a similar injury from a similar natural uh yeah. barbed point i'm not saying this is the, exactly the same thing there's no way they're the seeing rays up in the mountains <laughs> can i um but you uh, see a similar injury from from that occurrence. Yes. Uh, I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Done. Of all those demons we released, did any of them have any barbed? Yes. Appendages no. or weaponry? Actually, there was there was a barbed devil. Bearded devil. Yeah, That's bearded devil. Okay, well. No, okay. you guys did not face beard. any of that were barbs. Hmm. Um. Okay. Did not have a question. tail. Uh, Kajodi did not even have a tail. He just had very, very articulated hair and uh, a, right. a necrotic, well, infernal devilish spear. Um, the yeah. twins only had their natural weaponry, so claws and their tails were not pointed nor barbed. And Vazeth, nice. the spiked devil, was just very, very spiky, but it would not be something you would call barbed. The Church in uh, Amanos. Mm -hmm. What weaponry did they use? Uh, they had a, uh, a variety of weapons, but the standard weaponry used by the uh, the Holy Guard were longswords. I'm going to point out... I'm going to heal, first healing hands the guy for four. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna cure wounds uh, one of the other ones at second level. And then I'm going to go to the mistress, and I'm going to point out that the injury... Injuries they're sustaining is not something of uh, this area that... It seems as though that perhaps whoever's attacking them come from the coast. Have you fought anybody that had like a barbed sword? Uh, no, you have not fought anyone with a barbed sword. Right. Um, so Finn, roll your your healing. <clears throat> See how well this goes. If you are talking, we cannot hear you. I uh, know I was whispering. Okay. To myself, because I'm lost. No, because I just heard, like, very faint talking. So. <laughs> so, Axel heals one of them for, uh, for four hit points. And you see the wound close up decently. Like, it's not completely gone, but they're no longer in danger of their life. And yeah. it's kind of like this, like, really nasty scabbing over with a little bit of, like, the cracked he's, sta he's stable as long as they take yeah. care of it properly he will yeah. be fine like they're he's no longer bleeding or in danger or anything and the wound has progressively healed much better yeah. than it would have just on its own being bandaged and cleaned like okay, there's no risk just, of infection either 
Okay, cool. Yeah, but I'm going to okay, point that out then... to the mistress, and I'm yeah, going this... to explain so, that. So I need Finn to roll his healing, and also the Arcana check, because Arcana check for, for diseases and necromancy. Poisons and disease and... Did Crisis heal the other injured one? Uh, Axel healed one of them. I'm Axel and Finn both healed the non-diseased, poisoned, venomed individual. So if Crisis wants to heal physically, uh, the the last one he can. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I just okay. Do so Crisis, roll your healing as well. Uh, and they're none of them are unconscious, right? Um. No, the two that are just injured are conscious. The one that has the, the black veins is kind of in and out of consciousness, but clearly in a severe agony. Right. I just I just mean more for, like, the ruling of my domain, where if someone's unconscious, I do max healing. Uh, no, they are conscious. Yeah, like, they're not, they're not bleeding out or in risk of dying. Exactly. Yeah. That's... Uh, you said second level, no? Yes. There's plus two. I know it's 2d8. Yeah. 2d8 plus two. So, seven, nine, nine points of healing. Nine points of healing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Finn goes and uh, casts Cure Wounds on the... Uh, on the one that has, like, the, the many stabs through the thigh. Heals mm -hmm. up very, very well. Um... There's pretty much just a little bit of scabbing left over now. Mm -hmm. Like, there's almost nothing left to really heal. Uh, it's come okay. to these pretty nasty-looking scars um, that okay. most people will usually only get by, like, something white-hot going through them. Hmm. Uh, okay. Crisis touches the other, uh, heals the other one, and you see the, the injury itself on the, on the chest heal. But beneath, there's still all the venom, like, kind of coursing. Mm -hmm. The gangrene that was starting to form is kind of gone, but with the nature of whatever's afflicting them, it has not completely vanished. So while physically, or, or I'll say the flesh wound is gone, but whatever is inside them is still killing them. Okay. And the other one, mm -hmm. who was injured and not poisoned... Uh, Axel healed them for four hit points, right? Yeah. yeah. So four is not. So how are they looking? They're decent. Like the heal, the the wound is good, but it's not like mm -hmm. scarred up. Like there's still some scabbing, and like the scabbing is cracking, and like it's healed. They're not in danger of losing their life, but there is still some healing to be done with time now, as where the other ones are pretty much completely healed up. So, if I hit the other one with another heal, would he be better? Yeah. Uh, then I'll do that. Okay. And I'll cast... <laughs> yeah, I'll cast a Cure Wounds at first level. Okay. Roll your healing. So, ten points. Nice. Ten points? Yeah, so you watch as you heal, and the scab just falls off, and now there's just, like, mm -hmm. this very faint... Like kind of almost starburst shaped scar on the shoulder. Okay, so the two that were injured, I'm gonna like, 
I'm going to do the whole med thing of like check if they're, you know, they still got a fever, like how they're doing, how they're holding up. I'll okay. ask them if they feel better. Roll medicine. Uh, and I'll cast. Uh, yeah, I'll do medicine. And I will additionally cast um, Prestidigitation on both of them. All three of them, just to, you know, make a distance sweat off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. So six on medicine. Um, it's a little hard to tell. Uh, your hands are kind of cold from the rain. Um, yeah. Also, no heartbeat. Well, you don't have one. Right. You don't have a heartbeat. So it's like, are they warm? Is this... It's a little confusing. You're kind of getting used to the condition. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll still do, someone do the else's, whole, like, yeah. you know, bedside manner and just be nice They to seem to be doing okay. much better. Um, okay. Like, again, the wounds are closed. They seem to be doing much, much better. Um one of them is like sitting up already like looking at the wounds on their leg and going wow that's kind of impressive um and like unwrapping bandages further okay. he's very vocal <laughs> I can tell uh, he's wiggling but I muted it I'm sorry I can tell he's wiggling around um, um yeah so I'll just I'll just be like yeah. all right you know just take it easy for a bit Keep an eye on it. Make Luckily, sure you, you know okay. the, the extent of your healing and your healing powers um, well enough that the medicine mm -hmm. check is really just like, okay, is this completely gone? Do they have any lingering effects? No. Okay, you're good. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they're fine. Uh, I'm going to... The other guy still seems like he's in a lot of agony, right? Yeah. Can I... Are the other, like, leaders in the tent with me in crisis right now? Uh, Shanna is in the tent with you. Um, Odane, Ikril, and Rainier, uh, Rainier are kind of, like, just outside, just inside, like, right at the door of the tent. It's it's not okay, that I'll... huge a tent, so it's, you don't have that much room. Right. Especially with all of you and um, the three injured. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I press the digitation the other guy who's still dying, just mm -hmm. to make him feel less sweaty, I guess. Yeah. And then I'll lead, uh, Shanna outside mm -hmm. yeah and talk to her you know from what we've gathered you know teamwork uh of the affliction there and i'll be like okay i don't know if i'm not quite sure what is afflicting the remaining um person who's injured do you guys have any healers for like natural remedies i know my brother was speaking to you about where this might be from axel yeah yeah. Well, we'd have our. We have some healers, nothing magical. Uh, mm -hmm. You can see the, the extent of what we, they were able to do in the time that these three have been injured. Yes. However, the creatures attacking us, they are unlike anything we have ever seen before. They are. Could you describe them? Yes, they are. Uh, Man-like, but with uh, large goat-like heads covered in disease, with these long whip-like tails covered in in sickly and in uh, nasty barbs. Uh, I'm sorry, what? They're ba they're describing this like humanoid. Creature. Oh no! I heard. I'm like I'm yeah. like just like I'm terrified yeah. of that description. Like 
Oh my is God. there a check I can make to see if I know what they're describing? Religion. Let's do it. Ooh, I'm good at those. I'll do that. No. Seven. I'm good. I'm good at religion. Seven. I'm a nerd. The seven on Sigmund. Yep, that's seven on Sigmund. Oh, wait, I'm mediocre. Eight on Woo! Finn. <laughs> I'm good at history. That's the one I'm good at. <laughs> well, Sigmund, with our two brains put together, we can we can figure out anything. We're both just there silent. Like, I don't have any clue. What hey, we got a total of 15. Yeah, this does not sound like anything way, either of you have heard of before. The way um, she described it, or they described it, sorry. Um, did we, it, is it similar to the things we encountered on the way up the mountain? No. No, those were ogres, right? Uh, you encountered uh, one Etten, no. two uh, right, guard drakes, and uh, the the um, our guest. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you guys were being attacked. Is it solely by those creatures? Yes, and only in the past couple of ev- uh, past couple of nights. When do they usually attack? Uh, in the the small hours of the night, usually around midnight, perhaps a little past. Maybe we okay. can stay and try to kill them for you. Right. I was going to ask, would you mind if we stayed? Because if we can take one down, we might be able to find a cure for the remaining injured. Uh, roll, roll Persuasion. This is not a, a high DC, but it's just gauging reaction. Can I help? Or? Yeah, Crisis and Finn can both roll uh, Persuasion. Woo! <laughs> I'm very charismatic. What the heck? Too baby. Oh, <laughs> we're very charismatic. It 18 helps. and 23 on Crisis and Finn, respectively. Okay. It helps um, to be the healer that saved them. <laughs> so, hey. uh, as you do, you see Shana's face kind of like soften even more um if you were able to help us with this then i would be the entire camp me especially would be indefinitely in your debt well i am absolutely up for the task um i have to speak with the rest of my group make sure they're on board but even if they're not i'll stay i'll help yeah i'll definitely I think we'll all be on board. I know, but just for reassurance. <laughs> They've got someone in their corner. Yeah. We're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're so nice. We're going to do all this, and Crisis is going to be like, you better give me that freaking tattoo, though. We're going to do all this, and then someone's going <laughs> to murder them all. <laughs> oh, no. All right, well, uh, then I'll, uh, I'll just give, like, a slight, you know, bow to... Shana, uh, Shana, and then I'll ask. I'll go um, to the group and as you go to bow, uh, Shana actually just takes her hand and like shakes it with both of theirs. <laughs> like <laughs> they are very grateful at the moment. Like just at the offer, <laughs> they seem to be thing. like immensely grateful to you. Aww. Be murdering these people. I'll, I'll give her. A, I'll give her like a a, a little smile and then a little um, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll uh, I'll just say let me just uh, relay to the rest of the group what we're gonna be doing for you guys. Hell yeah! And then I'll go talk to the group and tell them all the shit if not all of them were in the tent. 
Well, the you guys were all relatively close, so the others would have heard this anyways. Okay, cool. Yeah. So then they can tell me if they don't like the idea, but <laughs> like it's not I'm like you, you went super far. You just went outside the tent. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. You're I all still relatively in the same place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So does anybody have any objections? I fucks with it, but I will say that we do have other work to do. But I feel like if we help them, then they could probably help us in the future. I don't. Hmm. I'm gonna. Are they? And are they within? Like, I'm gonna take the group aside a bit, like group huddle. Let's get out, out with. A, let's get out of earshot first. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let us. You guys like do that. they? They let you like go off to discuss a little bit. Um. You have to go just, like, a little outside uh, the camp a bit to not be within earshot of anyone. But yes. You, with the wind right. and the rain, and if you speak in hushed enough tones, you, you can talk amongst yourselves with anyone hearing you. Okay. okay. That's what we'll do. Stage whispers. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so, hey, well, um, I, we I think to, we were sent out to... To kill, kill these it. guys. But, like... Yeah. Clear out the... But I'm not... I'm not entirely sure we were sent on the right path with that. I think, judging from the way the church and their ideals, and then these people and their ideals, and the conflict that is just inherently within the two of them, I think we were sent here for the express purpose to exterminate of getting rid them, of these yeah. of getting rid of these people. Mm-hmm. I we I think they're being scapegoated. Yeah, I. Don't does think it, we should murder them. Does they it really nice. matter? Only, we have to clear them out. Find a way to clear them out non-lethally. We'll do it. Here's the only problem. Yeah, is, we were sent to I get think. rid of them, not necessarily to eliminate. But additionally, <laughs> um, we're now hearing that there were uh, that there's an actual demonic presence, which may be the one we were actually sent to get rid of. This may have been a red herring, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, I feel uh, like in terms of the church's eyes, it's probably one and the same. But the yeah. only problem is, if we can clear them out, I feel like there's a possibility of us being able to get them to leave at least this area. But the only thing is, that shrine. You mean the thing I proposed away. earlier? <laughs> I, it's easier to build, to rebuild or move a shrine than it is to kill fifteen. I don't think I don't think they're going to move the shrine. Is what I'm trying to say. I think that. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so that's, either. That's the thing holding them here. I have a question it, for you guys. It may well be. What happens if we don't? complete this task for th- that the church asked us to complete. Uh, they repo your brother's soul? Like mine? Yes, they repo your Sorry, soul. Then. Either or. Sorry, you're, you're twins, but yes. Yes. Um, they repo a soul. Well, I'm going to be completely honest here. I would rather they repo my soul than have to kill these people. Again. Find a way to get rid of them without killing them. Yeah, exactly. But what if this place has meaning to them? I don't think it's fair to remove them just because someone doesn't because like them. Because the for... church doesn't like them. Yeah. Like this. Because this church is not the end all be all. Whether or and not are. we are the ones to move them or destroy them, someone yeah. else will be sent by the church. But buddy, oh, we can we can absolutely we can absolutely convey that to them and let them make the choice themselves. But I the I'm saying. That are willing to do it peacefully and try to help uh, yeah. them as opposed to try to murder them as they've known. 
And all I'm saying is we can definitely present that to them, that they are being targeted by the city of Amanos or by the church or whatever. I'm just saying that we shouldn't try to push them to leave if they don't want to. We're not going to push them. We we can't push them, but we do have to figure out a way. I'm just saying, our group, as a whole, we have a tendency to be pushy. As noted, when we all inspected uh, Dr. Bad Guy's entire house and found flesh in the walls, against, you know, his desires, we kind of fully ignored, and not, I mean... In, in retrospect, good, because he's evil, but I'm just saying... We, we kind of already business. knew he was evil, though. This is us trying to help them. There's a difference in being pushy and trying to help people and trying to get, you know, murder them. Okay. It, it, it may feel very, very similar, but there is a distinct difference. We're literally trying to save their lives, and I'm not saying we need to force them to do it, but we do need to present the most likely way to persuade them. Yeah, this is making me doubt the intentions of the church now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Don't trust religion. Like, That's my goal. You thought they were good. Yeah. You didn't. No, uh, you well, didn't doubt them when we signed up in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I, I don't. Not very smart. Okay. <laughs> Personally, I don't take any stock in the morality of the church versus whatever their enemies happen to be. There's we were given a contract, and we have to complete the contract. It's as simple as that. There's also yep. another problem. If we're not going to be the ones to get them out, the church is going to send someone else to do it. Yeah. Unless we stop them. And do you oh, feel yeah, like going up against an entire organization devoted to a single ideal? I'd say, actually. Take on Aminator. No I'm, problem. Hey, I'm just saying, it's not my god. So. To be fair, <laughs> we killed demons. We can kill gods, too. It's... I'm I not like saying we talk, that we should my, talk to them. Uh, uh, that was, I think, what we all agreed on. We should just talk yeah. to them. But let's, you know, figure this this demon thing out first. Let's let's take a night with them. You know, camp yeah, out. Yeah, we should do that first and then to, talk to them. Because maybe agreed. if we kill one, we can get some sort of answer, you know, or anti venom or something yeah. for the remaining dying guy. We're giving yep, them yeah. double venom. Yeah. <laughs> double dose should fix it. Yeah. yeah. If you don't pull out, you gotta push in, you know? It'll... <laughs> It'll okay. kill itself. Uh, so then we're all agreed? Yeah. Yep. I suppose... Get rid of these things first. We can just... We can figure out the church stuff later. Yeah. Uh, For yeah. now, let's just kill some demons. Some weird right. goat we barb tail. Pound thing. some demons. <laughs> ah, that's what we're As good at. As the name that's entails. Our job. Okay. Demon pounders. Okay. On demand. And we are currently in demand. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are. Okay, I guess at this point we start moving back into the camp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So as you as you move back, you see um. Shanna and um, Rainier are still there uh, next to the tent, next to the, the the tent where the injured are, and, like kind of talking with the the injured and with each other, just waiting for you to return. Uh, Thodane okay. and Ikril have 
left off elsewhere. All right. Fair. Uh, well, when we get up to them, I guess uh, I'll just ask, do you know where... Is there, like, a specific direction that they usually attack from? Or sort of unpredictable? There are not too many... Uh, uh, sorry, give me a second, I have to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Shanna replies to you, and they say, uh, there are not too many uh, directions that these creatures can attack from. Uh, so they tend to come from the forest, uh, just outside the camp, and, like, they point outside the, uh, the camp, kind of, like, in a general direction, but it's basically, mm -hmm. like, coming just from, like, just the bottom of the camp where it's actually open and they can come from. Okay. Though they, there are three of these creatures, and they do not all come at the same, uh, point. They they will come just from wherever they can, and they will rampage through the camp and attack whoever and whatever they can. That's rude. So they don't, like, come in a pack. They're just individual. Well, we're not too sure. They are perhaps a pack together, but they do not come all within a five feet of each other. They... They will come from different directions all at the same time. Oh, okay, okay. But it looks like we have sort of a... We have like a... What am I looking for? Like, we have a certain direction because, like, as we can see, they're kind of... There's a cliff here. So at least we can have... Like, I'm pointing out that there's like... The shrine is on a cliffside, right? Yeah. So... They can't come from the top, so at least we have sort of a wide sort of field of view, at least. Alright, so are we going to take up... I guess I'll just ask Santa then, is there somewhere that you would prefer us to take up post? Well, if... If they do come tonight, I'm... I do not doubt that they will. I can perhaps move uh, most, if not all, of the people here inside the, the cavern of the shrine that would be, be more defensible. Idea. And that at that point, you can just set up and, and wait for these creatures at any point in the camp. They will inevitably, or without a doubt, try to find anyone. Hmm. At the very least, they will attempt to get into the shrine uh, with uh, the few uh, capable fighters we have here, we could possibly defend ourselves inside. Um, as it That's is a, a good small idea. opening. However... That is a good idea. <clears throat> however, I do not believe that uh, they can be much help while guiding the unskilled. I don't know that we would necessarily need their help. Though if they do try to get to the shrine, perhaps just outside the doors would be the best place for you to wait for them. Yeah. yeah. I'll say I leave. I leave it up to you. You seem to be capable enough on your own, and I take yeah. your yeah, judgment to be the best, uh, the best course of action something. here. But just thinking. Do you? Oh, 
do you guys think it? And I'm saying this openly to the group. What if we evacuated uh, everyone in the camp into the shrine, and then we try to make this look like a like a dummy camp? Right, like we pretend we're in the camp or whatever, just try to make it look somewhat normal so that they're not suspicious and they still try to attack. So it's like a reverse ambush sort of deal. Oh. I mean, the camp's going to look like a camp regardless. So. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, you know, maintain the tor- torchlight and stuff. Don't make it look abandoned. Right. Would, I'm going to turn to Shauna and ask them, would everyone in the camp be able to fit in the shrine? Yes. That's a good question. It might be a little okay. cozy, but at least at that point we'll be warm. And yeah. that way you'll all be protected at the same time. Exactly. And with the the size of the opening into the shrine, we should be able to defend uh, everyone inside without too much issue. Hmm. Okay. So that sounds like the first step we might want to do. Okay. Let's do that. What time of day is it, by the way? Uh, you guys are getting into like mid-afternoon, maybe late afternoon. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Crisis would know exactly. It's like (laughs) four or five o'clock, because I keep forgetting Crisis has fucking keen mind. I was like, it's hard to tell without the sun, but... uh, Because (laughs) we just used a bunch of spells to help people, we should probably take a rest before we do this. Um, Yeah, I I think, like, once we get ourselves set up, I'll take a a short rest so that I can at least get, like, one of my spells... Yeah, you guys aren't doing, like, anything super extraneous, so you can take a short rest throughout whatever point you want. Uh... Okay, cool. I don't get my spell slots back with a short rest. <laughs> More yeah, like maybe. That's what I was saying. Because I'm just saying, like, clock, I'm just... If it's 4 at... o'clock now, by the time we wake up, they'll probably start coming. You would not be able to get a yeah. long rest in. Yeah. No, I didn't we won't, so. we won't be able to get a long rest in and, like, arrange ourselves properly. So this is short rest material. Set up what we can. What about a medium rest? A medium rest. I think a medium rest will get us about the same as a short rest, so... What about a medium? Medium. Medium. Millard. <laughs> Super size. Extra fries. That's basically just waking up from a nap and feeling more tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that is. All right, so... So what are we doing first? We're, help, we're helping to get everybody into the, into the shrine? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. All right. Um, yeah, you guys, you go throughout the camp with, um, <coughs> with, like, Rainier and Shanna, and, like, you're kind of informing everyone as to what's going to happen, and slowly start moving people and, and whatever necessities are required, uh, through, for through the night into the, into the shrine, uh, and this takes a um... couple of hours, like, the, sh- the camp's mm-hmm. not super big, and there's not too many people, um, there, but it does, it does take some time to, like, Okay, go talk to these people. Okay, let them know what's going on. Yes. Then move stuff, get into the shrine, kind of set people up, and just organize everything. It takes about like another two, three hours. Okay, would it be like a persuasion check or something so that I can try and um, make sure that people aren't like too scared or freaked out by all of this? And I'm just like trying to keep people calm and like feeling safe. Sure, roll persuasion. All right. <clears throat> Uh, 
situation. 23. Oh, and that's from before. Nice! Got what? So that is an 11. Ah, shit. Um, they're freaking out. They're freaking the they're, out. They're already not that bad. Like, they kind of leave... They live in, in a a permanently temporary um, encampment. Right. Like, they're, so they're not, like, city folk that are getting... That are under siege. Like, they're kind of used to... Right. They're used to being... And in the wilderness. Like, they're, they're kind of hardy. It's just they're not the most capable fighters in the world. Right. Okay. Interesting like these are these are non-combatants, so it's just like okay, this sounds like a good idea. Sure. Yeah. Like but they're they, non-combatants, they, there's, but there's fear. <laughs> like there is fear because they've been getting attacked, but at the same time, with this kind of amount of a solution, there's also that relief to it where they're like, okay, I mean, like someone's dealing with this shit, scary, right. but this is still scary. And like <laughs> okay. eventually, you get them like all into the cave without too much hassle or, or issue. Cool. So then I guess we set up, take that short rest. Yep. All right. I'm going to just... Do we... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Do we want to be in specific positions? Probably a good idea. Like, if we do, like, maybe, like, a semicircle... Yeah, I will just say we can post up at certain parts. Yeah. I think... Yeah, you want to be and that far from each other? No, we should not be far from each other. <laughs> no, I think... I think we should be close to each other but also set ourselves up strategically in that closeness oh. i want to be 150 feet away from everybody else i want it to take all right cool i'm never going to be able to heal you from that far then have fun <laughs> no it's because he wants to cast fireball on myself <laughs> <laughs> um we should be more like in the middle i find yeah, so the guards have taken up post at the shrine, right? Are they inside the shrine or outside? I mean, the 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 hunters, the, the armed individuals are kind of, like, still helping set stuff up. Um, right. But they do plan on being inside the shrine itself. Um, cool. Okay. That's what I was making guys, sure of. Whoops, sorry. I just, uh, I just reloaded the tab. Give me a sec. Ah. Um, because you are, like, kind of being in and out of the shrine, and there is planning to be done. Um, right. The guards are pretty much, like, kind of planning to be around these entrances here. Mm-hmm. Um, Does it have doors? No. It's it's an open cave. Okay, cool. But, like, because of the, the, the split, there's no direct line of sight to anything inside the cave. So all of right. the, the oh. non-combatants, all the uh, general folk are, like, inside the shrine here, like mm -hmm. it's it's a pretty large area that they can all be in comfortably. Most of the yes. um, archers and hunters and whatever are going to be around the entrance here, with a okay. few being uh, here. Okay, and you said that they won't be able to see us within like the, the camp, right? Um, the, they can see just barely through the cave, like the entrance, but right, the sight is limited. Okay, so basically what I'm trying to figure out is, if we all go down, will they be able to see us die? Um, depends on where you are. I mean, if you're, like, directly outside the cave, probably. Okay. Um, if you're elsewhere in the camp, like, if you're too far away, like, near the center, they might not be able to see you through the darkness. Um, okay. 
Well, they are Drow and Shadarkai, so they have decent dark vision. Like, the the, the mm. range is not super far. You have a very limited cone of sight here. Right, exactly. Like, if you're directly in front or if you're in the center, sure, they, they should be able to see you, but outside that, unless they actually come out of the cave, they're not going to be able to see you guys right. fight at all. Okay. Well, then, once once we're, we're done, we've finished up, setting up that cave, getting ready to, to post up in the camp, can I just gather all the, like, the defense for the cave itself? Sure. Give him um, Give him a, a little pep talk. Sure. Might not be be much of one, but uh, my pep talk, my yeah, my pep talk, is basically gonna, just going to be like, okay. I assume you guys will be able to see into the camp. We're the first line of defense, and you're the last. So you'll know if we go down. There's like this, like kind of just general nodding amongst them. There's like one awkward like And you see (laughs) Thodane to the side (laughs) Just yeah. Oh, okay, yeah Sorry, I thought that was uh, (laughs) Quite good, and he gives you a thumbs up Can I do that thing? They don't speak common like any of them And you're just saying that and they're just staring at you Um, I mean, you can see like there's there's understanding to them Um, There's Mm -hmm. a few that are like they, they look around for a second, they see others nodding, go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I understood properly, um, then there's Thodane, who, who by the, at this time has, has the shawl off. Yeah. Uh, so you actually see what he looks like, um, Ooh. and he is, uh, sorry, I can't remember big, which big one man. he was. Thodane is another Shadar Kai. Big man. <laughs> so, like, he has that, like, ashen skin, like, super dark eyes, uh, jet black hair, but it's like this, um, like almost mohawk mm-hmm. on him, but he just doesn't have it like spiked up. It's just this very nice mohawk that's slicked back into a bit of a ponytail. Okay. Floppy mohawk. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a floppy mohawk that's just tied back nicely. Um, nice. He also just consistently has this big grin on his face. Cool. And he and so he was like off to the side of clapping. Yeah, like after you finish, he went like. Can I saw no one else clapping. Went. Can I, can I go up good. to him? <laughs> can I go up to him and do the? Uh, the predator thing where we fucking put our hands together like the strongmen theme. <laughs> the forearm right, clasp. Yeah, the forearm clasp, and I'll just be like, stay safe. <laughs> you too, don't die. I like you very much. Oh, thank you. Like, he's I'll, super I'll friendly. I'll head over to the group. We can post up. He's also kind of like, he's a bit thicker for an elf. He's a bit built. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's thick. Like, he's lithe. Oh. He's lithe like the other elves, but. Um. He's a bit. Yeah. He's thick for an elf. He's he's about the same. Jack. Yeah, he's he's about the same build as like maybe Sigmund. He's got that, he's got that double C fucking thick. <laughs> like he's he's nice and athletic. It's yeah. It's funny. He's the I love it. He's right. the, the elf version of Thor. <laughs> oh nice. There you go. About thick. his boisterous too. Like he's he seems to be the obvious loud one that people like. Aww. Nice. Okay, so what are we doing, guys? We're setting up semicircle. In the middle of in the middle of the camp. Yeah. Like yeah, we should be relatively close to each other in case one targets a specific one of us, and then we could be like two against one type thing. Right. So are we saying like, are are you saying that we should all be like, fifteen feet apart, 
sort of get a small yeah. uh, circle so we can see every angle. edge of the camp, every angle. Yeah. And that way we all have, like, our backs to each other, in a sense. So. And to the shrine. Yeah. So we can see all. Okay. Okay, so um, where are you guys going? Like, in sort the of out. Yeah, sort of out towards the middle of camp, and then we're going to, like, spread okay. everybody out so that they can see all of the accessible points. Okay. Because we're assuming that they're not going to walk down the cliff face to come get us, right? No, probably not. Um, and then I, what I'm going to do is, when everybody's arranged themselves in that semicircle, I'm going to sort of, like, stand or, like, position myself sort of, like, in the middle of them all. Okay. So that I have, like, an equal distance from everybody so that I can see... If they go down or something. And okay. then I'm taking a shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And you guys are keeping light? Because you will be in darkness, so yes. that will mean disadvantage. Yes. We will yeah. keep light. Okay. Because that way they can, like, spot us and actually try to attack. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is what we want. Are, you are there be... still torches in the camp? Yeah, there's, like, torches around. I just didn't have, like... Uh, Little yeah, things just, for them. Like, are they? Are the torches lit? You can light them. Um, it's, gonna, it's like oh, still technically we... daytime, so there's only like two of the the campfires kind of going. This the center yeah. run and um, the one in like the back. But if you want, you can start the other ones. They're like partially covered uh, from the rain. Well, as it gets closer to night, I'll, uh, I'll say we should probably yeah, we'll wait till it gets dark out. Yeah, wait till it gets dark. We should probably light these torches so that it looks like a normal camp. Yeah. And then and then we'll be in position and uh, I'll take that short rest so I can get that spell slot back. Thank you for listening to this episode of Caldercast. Today's episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Auschgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Auschgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakrum, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.